This portion of the show is brought to you by JustWirelessAZ.com. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. All right, so history in the making. We always, I guess, like to sign. I don't know if I like would be the word, but McCarthy has been ousted from the speaker position. Uh, speaker Kevin McCarthy, no more. He's uh, They're going to have to decide on a new one. I, I don't know if they're going to put up his name again. I think that would be a fruitless a- exercise at this point because he won't he won't get the votes. Uh, we'll break this all down for you. Joining me is Bruce Sithinger, who came up uh, from... The beautiful. Well, it's not too heat, not too hot down there right now. I had a wonderful trip. I'm so happy. Yeah, today. we'll talk about that. In a so bit. happy. Getting off the the main roads is a good idea. It from, is from time to time. It is. Okay, so here's how it went down. First of all, I got a clip from you as I wa- I actually watched this whole roll call vote. It took it took about an hour by the time they got through all the names, and at the end, here's On this the vote, outcome. The yeas are two sixteen. The nays are 210. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. The Office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. So Kevin McCarthy, after what did he have, about eight months uh, as Speaker of the House, after they, would they vote for him, like 15 rounds? Does that sound familiar, Bruce? It was a lot. It was one of the yes, most it, in a very long time. It's funny because I, I don't like politics, but I watched the entire 15 rounds. I was glued to the set. And today, sick. sick. Today, since it took me seven hours to get here, I listened, <laughs> I listened nonstop for seven hours to this drama. I, we're going to talk about this later, right? But I am a, uh, I'm a straight ticket Republican, and I think this is bad. I think that the I think that the Democrats are enjoying it, which means it's something that we shouldn't do. Mm. And do you remember? It's I think it's the same thing that happened during the 15 votes. Uh, if uh, if if uh, if the if the guy who won it can't win. Mm-hmm. Who else is going to emerge with enough well, votes? Okay, here's look. I don't like the chaos we're seeing. However, unlike okay, Bruce, you've been you're, you're voting for a Republican. I vote mostly Republican, even though yesterday I left the Republican Party and we've completely on, switched roles because you know, I I came yeah, in as a yeah, but left I, as a libertarian. Yeah, but I haven't I haven't switched. The Republican Party left me. The Republican Party has switched. Uh, the Republican Party is not conservative enough for me. They're not taken as serious. And even listening to the roll call votes today, some of the some of the dumb things these people say while they're up there. It's just there's a level of immaturity in both parties. They're not leading. They're leading our country off the side of a cliff. So I got frustrated, and I stuck with the Republican Party's Party for a long time. I was there during 2010 in the Tea Party movement and all the promises that were made that the Republican leadership ultimately wind up squandering and smashing. I was there when President Trump got into office. I was out there campaigning on campaign trail uh, for different offices over the past, oh, close to 15 years now. And promises after promises have been made. And these guys, the country's in far worse shape than when I first started this. The Democrats are utterly useless. Uh, they're, they, they want to destroy this country. But the Republicans aren't doing anything really to stop it. And I keep being told by the 
party leadership that you just got to get more Republicans in there and it's all going to be better, let me, Bruce. Let me and rebut. it's not. Let me rebut. go. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's so. So first of all, the reason that America is now a democratic, socialist, communist, totalitarian executive dictatorship yeah. is because the Democrats never take that eye off the ball. Mm-hmm. It's probably because they don't have jobs. They wake up in the morning and they and everything is a step towards the goal, right? Um, and Republicans aren't good at this. But you say nothing good happens. Imagine how much worse it would have been if we didn't have the House. If we didn't have the House, nobody would even – there wouldn't have been the uh, the FBI whistleblowers testifying. Hunter Biden would have gotten his plea deal. I mean – uh, there, yeah, there is an let's advantage. See what hap- there's let's, an advantage. I've been, to- I've been watching this a long time. Let's see what happens with all that. Well, well because they they it- promise everything. They they do the dog and pony show. Let's see what happens. Look, I want. I don't want the Democrats in control of the and house. That, and so that's don't, why don't, don't be a Republican. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want the Democrats in control of the house. But McCarthy promised to change some things. He he promised to bring the spending bills forward and lay them out as individual votes right like although that hasn't happened since 1918 or whatever has it agreed (laughs) and that's the problem he overpromised we we keep well you know because he's a slimy politician but what i mean that that, doesn't overpromise well most of them are but he he made that promise and here's where the republicans went wrong eight months ago they should have picked somebody else because they knew that in in mccarthy's undying devotion to becoming speaker. He wanted it so bad that it went on for 15 rounds. He had to give up a bunch. And one of them was the single person can bring forward the, 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 the vote to, to vacate as Gates, yeah, I know. As he's, Gates he's did. He's hoist on his yeah, own petard he, he today. Was, I get he that. Was, he was weak from the beginning. The Republicans at that point, if they had a spine, they should have said, McCarthy, you know what, you're out. Uh, let's go with this guy, this guy, or this guy. And we might have had a different outcome. This outcome was baked into the cake because McCarthy, was a, he's just a typical but, slimy politician that's been there his whole entire adult but, life. But remember, it was a weak speakership because our party weekened him. Like because like, they didn't want him. Well, but what but what needs to happen? If I was in charge, if I was in charge of the Republican Party, yeah. Now that I'm a now that I'm a uh, card carrying card carrying. <laughs> uh, I wonder if I can get like a lifetime metal version. Like I've got a couple of lifetime cards, like a lifetime skydiving card. Um, anyway, what I would do is I would say, look, we're going to rent a warehouse, mm-hmm. and we're going to go into that warehouse, and we're going to fight it all out. And then when we walk out of that warehouse, one voice. Right, because yeah. because well, they do that in caucus. They, they, they do that in caucus, but right, you know they what? beat him because they because they weakened I, I, him. I don't want one voice anymore. I'm not though. a special I'm, pleader I'm, for McCarthy. I don't even know anything. I just know I just know that here's my litmus test about today, for example. Yeah, the, there's no question that the Democratic Party, to, to quote Mark Levin, the Democratic Party hates America. Right, anything that makes them happy is destroying America, and they're happy today. Yeah, I don't look, like it when they're happy. Look, I don't like that the Democrats all voted to oust him, and there was what five or six Republicans only that did this. My guess and my gut feeling is, though, 
There's a lot more people that wanted McCarthy out. They just didn't want to go through the hell that the five or that what uh, the bigs, the Elon, uh, not Elon Musk, Eli Crane and others are, are going through right now. But now you'll see, and I haven't checked the news feed here in a few minutes, uh, but McCarthy's out. He's humiliated. So they're going to have to find somebody who's who's more conservative leaning, who's think going this- to bring this... I was going to try to fix the this moment. Country. You know, yeah, there would have been I, a better time to do this. And the other thing, I the, let me ask you this: right. When is the better time? That's what well, I get. The, that's after, what I get for because again, Bruce, I've been doing forty-five this, days later. No, here's what's going to happen in forty-five days with McCarthy in there, and probably with the next guy too. To be honest right. with you, is they're going to go right to the end. Mm-hmm. Right before Thanksgiving, Saturday night, or, Saturday or night Wednesday before they're going to drop a four thousand page bill again, yeah. without any notice, and America is going to be it, the one that you have to pass it before you yeah. can know what's in it. And America is going to be further in debt to right. our kids and our grandkids and our great 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 grandkids. The border isn't going to be secured. These people are doing nothing, and there's so many in there that all they care about is holding that office. All McCarthy cared about was getting that speakership. You know why, Bruce? Because it was his turn, and he's worked but up that's the ranks. Every politician, the, yeah. You know, well, again, s- I'm done with it, and I think that if you look at the numbers in Arizona, with the independents at now outnumbering the Republicans and growing, grew by one yesterday with me, people are done with this crap. I'll tell you what i I arrived. I listened to the show yesterday. Yes, and. As I was listening, I was writing a manifesto, the Sillinger Manifesto. <laughs> and let me let me whip out my manifesto. Wait, wait, how long is this? Because yeah, I've you got... better go to the first break yeah, or yeah, something. No. Let's but hang on to the manifesto. I want to do wanna, the manifesto. I want to talk about this some more because here, okay. let's, let's hold off But on don't that. get off of this, you and I, on other sides now. Because no, 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 this that. is fine. But here, here's the deal. Um, I've just, I'll just go back to 2016 when Trump was elected and he took office in 2017. And I was going to wait till after this next election to, to ditch the Republican Party if they didn't f- fulfill their promises, which I suspected they wouldn't. But I just couldn't wait any longer. They had it in 17 and 18. They could have reduced spending. They could have reduced debt levels. They could have done a lot of things, but they didn't do it. Uh, oh, no, that was horrible. They, that was they horrible. Were weak. It, it, but a lot of those same yeah, people are still in office, I know, Bruce. But, but, but same see, people. This is, this is why there needs to be, I know you said caucus, but this is why there needs to be a gymnasium with boxing gloves <laughs> where we figure this stuff out in advance. Because, because Sounds like I, parliament. Right. If I recall correctly, Joe Biden uh, did like 6,700 executive orders his first hour in office, <laughs> right? And and meanwhile, the Republicans, that you know, you, you always have to think you're only going to get two years. So when we had everything, very little, we took very little advantage of that in two years. Of course, the other thing is Republicans just don't fight as dirty as Democrats. Democrats have to rate, have to lower the bar, and then Republicans will do it. You know, the only one who told me that, that the, you should just look at it as I'm here for two years and then I'm gone. The well, only one that's, well, what I mean is, yeah, what I mean is when you have, when you have the executive and both legislative yeah, yeah, branches, yeah. That's only going to last for two years because midterms are always bad. Okay, let me take the two years a different angle, though. The only one who's recently told me that um, I've got two years to do this, and if I'm gone, I'm gone, is, is Congressman Eli Crane. But I'm talking about a different but kind I, of I understand years. what you're okay. talking about, but this is the problem. These And I, I just can't stop using the word slimy politicians, Bruce. These slimy politicians, all they care about is keeping their job, most of them. And what I liked about Eli Crane, and he's one of the people that voted to oust McCarthy today, Republican, obviously my representative, I believe yours too, I'm not sure which district you're in, is he came on the show, he says, you know, if I'm gone next year, I'm gone. I don't, that's the way the reason, it is. Here's the re- they won't do it though. They, they no. just keep pushing. Bruce, this, this has to change. Right. And it should have changed eight months ago. 
it should have changed with the continuing resolution last Friday when they cram- or Saturday when they crammed through that uh, monumental spending package once again and didn't cut a, a damn thing, and then had the gall to call it the uh, the, the reduction act and the, uh, the the border act or whatever. Uh, but it didn't change, so I think the guy should be. Look, I want to turn this over to the listeners. I want them to. Yeah. What do you think? Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, I think the guy had to go. You can argue about the politics of it, but I just don't care about the internal politics of the Republican Party anymore. I think your biggest issue is that... I've got more than one. I think your biggest issue... <laughs> well, okay, there's two things I want to say. First of all, mm. um, you don't like democracy, and, nor, and neither do I, because, democra- <laughs> because democracy always gets this. Here, we're me, not a democracy. Let me explain. I know, but, that's, okay. but we're trying to yeah, be, yeah. and here's what happens with democracy. Okay. You, the, leaders are, the leaders are those with electability, period and then once they're in office their focus shifts to reelect to the reelection mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. how many hours a day does does every member of the house spend fundraising six or it's something like it's 28 or nine hours a week yes yeah, <laughs> no, 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 per day i mean yeah. they, they have added hours but, but here's the other thing here's here's why i think we have this role reversal mm. um you know these people you are have been a politician you're in the middle of it you've really paid your dues and you're right you're, you have this inside view of everything. I'm at the outside yeah. at a 40,000 foot level, and I'm saying, did this make the Democrats happy? The Democrats hate America, and the Democrats want us to be a socialist, totalitarian, communist state. And did this, did, did this in any way help them? Because anything we do that helps them, I'm against. And I feel like they win because they're more in lockstep. Yeah, and the, we, we need you back, Jeff. I, no, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not going back. I brought the, I'll go back to the I'll go back to the Republican Party if they go back to the values that I signed up for. Well, that won't happen. And that won't happen. So therefore, I'm an independent until another party comes along that follows the constitutional um, values, um, the traditional values of America, uh, that gets us back to a republic. That gets us back. Look, look. I was promised for years that the Republicans were going to bring down the deficit and the debt, and it doesn't happen. It has. We, we hit a trillion dollars in 1982 in, in the national debt, right? And it's gone up like a rocket ship since it took us 200 plus years to get to a trillion, and now we're at 33 trillion dollars. These guys aren't doing it. Let me tell you so what I think. They okay. they should go. Here, here's what I think your two your two choices are in okay. your lifetime. Mm. Uh, now maybe you tell maybe, I'm very maybe Olivia's I'm very, maybe Olivia's grandchildren's lifetime would be different. In your lifetime, here okay. are your two choices. All right, give them to me. If if the Republicans hadn't hung together at least enough to win the House, mm-hmm. we would be a one party totalitarian state instead of the uniparty. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, these guys are just, no, but look, here's but, what's no, going but, on but behind the scenes. This, They're uniparty. They're the same finish, thing. But let me finish this okay, point. Okay, go ahead. If you, didn't, <laughs> if you didn't have any opposition, if we didn't have that little shred in the house to be able to do the hearings, yeah. we would already be, a, we would be, it'd be like the Chinese Communist Party, one party, right? Um, so in your lifetime, here are the two choices. You can have one party, which is the Democratic Socialist Communist mm-hmm. Party, or you can have two parties which is the Democratic Socialist Communist Party that's going to continue to make progress step by step, but with the chance of a little bit of opposition, which is the Republican Party. If we split the Republican Party in half, then it's just Mao's China. And I don't want Mao's China. Yeah, they're, they're, it's just like we're very, we've got the two-party system. I'm no, um, not but delusional not for long, to that. I'm afraid. But we're, it's really just a uniparty system. And quite frankly, it's a, it's a uniparty war party at this point i would say i mean the ukraine thing look the ukraine thing really frustrates me bruce 
The I want to talk about that too. Okay, let's do that when we come back. Okay. And I'd like your thoughts as well. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get those comments in. Always Call Diamond Dog. Oh, that's the wrong one. Always love hearing from you. Um, get those comments in. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Who's got me all frustrated here? It's, it's okay. I'm frustrated with the whole system, and I think America is as well. All right, uh, if you're thinking about refinancing your home, I want you to call Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. Uh, she does a great job, and this is it, it's, a, it's a tough process. It's a, you're, you're going through a mountain of paperwork, and you got to look through all these figures and stuff. Here's the thing. Kim Dawson makes it easy for you. Uh, to understand all this stuff. She's there with you from start to finish. Now, if you call Kim Dawson and you mention a Jeff Orvitz show, you get $250 off the lender's fee at closing. Every little bit helps nowadays, right? Uh, if you're doing a purchase, if you're doing a refinance, cash out, uh, investment properties, second homes, off-grid properties, even things like that, Kim Dawson over at Nova Home Loans. Uh, Nova Home Loans is the biggest Arizona private mortgage lender. Uh, They can act like a broker. They can act like a bank. They'll do a great job for you. 928-310-6458. That's 928-310-6458. Kim Dawson, NMLS 697-411. Nova Home Loans, NMLS 3087-BK number 090242. Equal housing opportunities, subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Call Diamond Auto Glass first before making an auto glass claim. Now, here's why. Most insurance companies, they use a nationwide glass shop to answer their calls, and they're going to try to route you to their shop, which may very well delay the time it takes to replace your glass. Now, when you get a rock chip in your windshield, stop on by Diamond Auto Glass as soon as possible. Repairing a chip will stop it from spreading, and it'll save you from a costly windshield replacement. If you've replaced your windshield with Diamond Auto Glass before, as I have, you have a lifetime chip repair warranty and no appointments necessary. Just stop on in. Most chip repairs take 10 to 15 minutes. Remember, always call Diamond Auto Glass first, 928-779-4140. That's 928-779-4140 or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. Here's what I'd like to see, and Bruce Sidlinger's here with me. Pick a new speaker. Uh, come forward, not in 45 days, or it's probably like, what, 42 days at the CR ends now, Bruce? They, they had like 45 days. Yeah, that's already access. ticking away, of course. It's already ticking away, so wherever we're at, 40, 40 days or so. And 39 Go. of those will be picking a new speaker. Get the, get this done. There was a list of second, third, and fourth back eight months ago. You just get one of those people to, to fill that, and I think that'll satisfy. Uh, look, and I don't know. I, I know I know two of the five that voted uh, to, to oust him, and that's Eli Crane and Congressman Biggs, and Congressman Crane and Congressman Biggs. And I, I um, did reach out. We're going to try to get them on tomorrow or the next day. Imagine the heat is quite, uh, quite scorching at this point for them. 
get these guys on board because you're going to have to because you don't have the votes. Then you're going to have to go to the Democrat side. If they go to the Democrat side and get a moderate, wishy-washy, more moderate and wishy-washy than McCarthy, um, then we got a real problem. Then it really does fall apart. But just get one of these other guys that were in the, in the running here like eight months ago. It's not going to be Andy Biggs. It's not going to be anyone like that. Uh, and start the, 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 the budget, the discretionary spending process right now. Bring forward the 10 or 12 individual spending bills and start going through that now. Don't play shut down politics again with our, 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 our military and our border patrol agents. Bring forward a bill. You know what it costs to keep our military funded as far as um, wages and all that and our border patrol. Bring those things forward first. Make the Democrats vote. No, we're not going to vote no on this because it's a separate bill. Don't package it all together. Start the process right now once they choose a new speaker. And do this right and start taking this seriously and, and not like a bunch of little, you know, eighth graders there in Congress. This is – I don't have a lot of hope that this going to happen, but that's what I'd like to see, Bruce. So here's what I would okay. say, and I know so much less about politics than you do. I don't know about that, but um, – <laughs> The last time we did this mm. – the Republicans internally weakened McCarthy, and I don't even know anything about McCarthy. I'm certainly no special pleader for McCarthy, but th- but he was weakened by our own people because he had to sell out and accept the the one vote to to vacate yep. and everything. Because yep. he wanted it so I'm bad. Afraid, I'm afraid that what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks is that. Remember, anybody that becomes speaker wants to be speaker. They're all going to be that way, right? They're all politicians. They're they're going to have sold themselves to the Democrats. How much worse is that? That's what I'm saying. I I I don't want that to happen, Bruce. And I know I recognize that that can happen. Risk at at that point, though, it goes back to the Republican Party being so weak, losing like they did in the midterms. The red wave didn't happen. The leadership at the top. Um, this is an ongoing, well, here's my point. This is an ongoing problem of the Republicans destroying themselves for decades by not fulfilling their promises to people like me and so many people out there that have left the Republican party or, or just hanging on. They haven't, they haven't been able to come up with the leadership to, to follow through on this. And they had opportunities. It's not, and I don't want to hear the crap from people that, oh, if only they had full control. They've had full control. They've gotten that and they've blown it time. And it's the same, a lot of the same people in there, Bruce. Here, here's how it looks to me. And again, not the non-political view. Uh, I, I picture in my mind the Republican House majority dangling off the side of a, off a cliff by a thread. Yeah. And now th- that little cluster of, 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 People is like jumping around and fighting each other at the end of this rope that's fraying. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't like <laughs> the idea. This is the the only thing we have between us and immediate totalitarian is totalitarianism is that what what the Republican majority in the House can do. I'm really I'm really afraid of uh, yeah, inter- but, uh, internecine I, I warfare. Know. If we never change though. If we if we if we this keep, isn't the time to. When's the time? No, when's I, the time? Not right now. We've got. Well, it's just. It's never going to be the. Th- it'll never. It, well, it, it'll, you know it'll never, never be gonna, the time. Well, no matter what, you're never going to get those in those twelve separate bills, spending bills. You're never going to. Yeah. Get that. Well, then I know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I think a lot of people do. All we can do is a delaying tactic. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Love to hear from you. Now might be a good time to learn more about owning physical gold and silver because. As Bruce just said, the rope is fraying and you're dangling down. It's like that Indiana Jones and the uh, Temple of Doom where they're hanging on the, the bridge 
and uh, and, and they're about to fall into where the, all the, the gators are and getting eaten alive. <laughs> it's just like that. Don't you want to learn more about owning physical gold and silver? Uh, I have worked with Justin and his family-run company based right here in Arizona at Desert Gold Exchange for uh, quite a few years now. They'll get you a physical gold and silver delivered at some of the best prices out there. Put them to the test. Call them right now. Uh, mention the Jeff Orvitz Show. They'll treat you like gold. 888-852-4343. That's Desert Gold Exchange, 888-852-4343. It is Tuesday, which means Taco Tuesday up at Sportsman's Bar and Grill, voted best sports bar in Flagstaff many years in a row. Uh, all the TVs for all your sports action. Check that out. Uh, just north of downtown Flagstaff, you're going to find Sportsman's Bar and Grill right there in that Basha Shopping Center, right there by the by the hospital, by the way. Uh, great food. They've got their $4 menu, by the way. You can get uh, I don't know, got great soups, pozzoli, things like that. Taco Tuesday, like I mentioned. Uh, don't forget tomorrow's Wing Wednesday, uh, something that's getting harder and harder to do, which is half-price wings. Stop on by Sportsman's Bar and Grill. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. We'll get back to what's going on there in DC, um, but I got some Arizona things I want to hit on as well. Bruce Slithinger is here with me, and uh, Bruce took a lovely ride up to Flagstaff. I had a great today. Arizona experience. Yeah, let's get to that in a minute. I want to hit on some Arizona news picks first. Um, so. I don't know if you've been following this one. This was an, an interesting one here in the States that has international ties. Um, Governor Hobbs, Governor Katie Hobbs, she says that the Arizona State Land Department has terminated one of – the company's called Fund, Fundamonte, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, it's an Arizona LLC, uh, and it has four leases in Arizona where they're able to pump a bunch of water – from the ground, obviously, from Arizona, and they um, do heavy irrigation on alfalfa fields. Have you been following this one? No. Okay, so this is a Saudi Arabian company, and what they're doing is uh, pulling up a bunch of groundwater, growing alfalfa. They actually bail it up. I don't know how this makes sense economically. Maybe I do. I'll tell you about it here in just a second. But they then ship it to the port, which I imagine means it's going back east, probably by freight or some or by, by by rail or something like that, right? And then they ship it by boat 
to Saudi Arabia for dairy cows. Whatever the details are, it sounds like America last, as usual. Yeah, so so what, what Governor Hobbs did in the, the Arizona um, State Land Department is they terminated the, the I, I believe, one of the leases, and then there's multiple leases up in 2024 um, so that they can no longer do that. So this has been talked about for, for many years. What I wonder, though, is are you if we're just terminating because of Saudi Arabia, well, you know, Let's talk about that. If you're terminating it, though, and it's then going to another alfalfa grower, is anything, nothing's different as far as the water This supply. is Governor Hobbs, so is, yeah. it, is it going from Saudi Arabia to China? I don't know. No, the Saudi so this company, the Saudi No, what I mean is the new contract going to China. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That, that's what I'm wondering about is... It, it, if we're not going to get anywhere, if we're never going to get anywhere as far as, right. oh, we're freeing up groundwater and not growing. Look, I wouldn't choose to grow alfalfa in Arizona. It's like growing almonds right? in California. Yeah, I mean, this, this makes no sense. This is a, a Midwest or an East Coast or somewhere else product where yeah. they have, you know, you've been back. You, I've been to places East, that have grass. There's just grow grass. stuff where there's grass. It's weird. There's People, I don't know if you're aware of this. But there's actually places where just grass grows. Our, our, <laughs> it's just you know, like whole lawns that you try to get here in Arizona are just growing well, like we're wild. We're supposed to get out of the ground. In this half of the country, we're supposed to get oil and uranium out of the ground. That's our job. Yeah, and other minerals. Their yeah. job is to get food out yeah. of the ground. I, I've never understood. Look, look I, I really do appreciate all of our farmers in Arizona, and it's a great industry. It really is. Um, but there are certain crops that are more suited for the Midwest than back east, just simply because of the water the water supply there's so much there's so much water back there so if if and it sounds like that's the plan is these leases are going to come up and they're just going to go away as far as pulling the groundwater out we sh- we shall see though um but how is that economic how does that even make sense why wouldn't you go to i don't know a, a european country something a little closer strategically some of the a bunch of those countries i call them the stands you know where there's there's Does, areas. I, I would say Ukraine normally, but that's probably not happening. Are, are right any now. of Hunter Biden's diamonds from Saudi Arabia? <laughs> oh, did he get a car? Is he? Is, oh, I, he I, has I, gotten something. I, I'm I'm sure he's gotten a lot of things. But anyway, so Hobbs Hobbs did that. I mean, I, I don't know if it's going to be good, but I think if we Some can, good. Not say, and oh, here's the funny part about this one. The reason why they have to grow the alfalfa not in, in Saudi Arabia, well, obviously. Right. Growing alfalfa in Saudi Arabia is probably tough. It's actually illegal to grow Saudi, illegal to grow alfalfa in Saudi Arabia. Why? I don't know. Probably because of the water issue. Oh, right. Okay. I mean, it makes sense. It probably doesn't make sense. So where do you go? You go to the southwest of the U.S. You know, economists <laughs> in a I, similar climate. <laughs> one of my one of my eternal recurring majors every time I go back to college or minors is economics. Yeah, I, I'm convinced that ec- that economists fool themselves with this international stuff because it results <laughs> it results in all this crazy stuff like like shipping trash to china yeah yeah and, yeah. and i really and and just just like i'm um uh i mean this is off topic but just just like i'm a, a, a federalist and i wish that things were left to our states i also believe that each country should be a laboratory of democracy i don't like a lot of stuff between countries you know yeah. we have we had everything we needed right here yeah, yeah. I, and it's just, it, it is interesting though. Um, really, nothing you know, that we can't shipping do. the trash to China. I mean, that's when the recycle industry in America went went poof. Yeah. Was when China finally said, "We're tired of yeah, getting your trash. <laughs> Stop sending." It. And then all of a sudden, recycling went way up because we had to do it domestically, right. and China didn't want a bunch of stuff, and that went poof. And they still kind of, you know, um, pull it along, and you're subsidizing all that stuff. Yesterday, I talked about the 
battery plant in Kansas. Did you hear that one? No. And they've had to oh, yes, expand the coal, the coal, the coal plant. So we've got, we've got basically coal of course. powered batteries. You know, energy is fungible. Yeah, energy exactly. is fungible. So you have all this stuff. There's there's <sighs> another story. You'll like this one. I love going to Harris Ranch because they have the steaks and they have a mm-hmm. wonderful hotel. And oh, have, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. have like the second largest Tesla supercharger in the world. Oh, huh. But and this, this isn't really a revelation because energy is fungible. But just coincidentally, you know, that runs off of the, the Cal ISO grid. Well, it, with within hearing distance of the Tesla supercharger is a huge diesel fire generating station. <laughs> now, it's not directly wired to the Tesla supercharger, but the point is... It's all the same. There's a big diesel generating station a block away from the world's largest Tesla supercharger. Yeah. So you are running those cars off of diesel, if you want to think of it that way. Okay, another one with uh, Governor Katie Hobbs. She apparently thinks the Constitution is irrelevant, at least to her. Um, remember the New Mexico governor? I'm not, in this case, I'm talking about the Arizona Constitution, but probably the U.S. Constitution. Oh, you mean well. like with the gun? Thing remember the New, New Mexico, Mexico governor with the she she um, said you can't carry concealed to carry right. open. She canceled concealed and, carry and permits. That's all gone away. You know, she went quiet because she got so much flack. But she basically said that my oath to the Constitution is what was the word? Something like. But um, you know, they never totally retract. She backed up almost a step, yeah. but not quite. She had some little things. She says, "Well, I still win because this." Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. There's always a little Chinese. It's these politicians. Yeah. These people. Progressives I, always progress. They should all go get a real job for a while. Actually, we should. We should. We should just. Everybody should take a break. All of our so-called lawmakers across the country, state level to the federal level, should all go on vacation for a year, and let's just see how it all Wouldn't pans that be out. Amazing? I think we would be just absolutely fine. Anyway, apparently the Constitution, the state of Constitution, is irrelevant to Katie Hobbs, because here's what happened. This one is kind of funny. So Hobbs went out of town. The Secretary of State went out of town. The um, Who am I missing? The Attorney General went out of town, and... Yeah, I think that's At it. What the top point three. Is the Flagstaff mayor in charge. Yeah, well, <laughs> pretty close. So the three top people went out of town. Nobody knew why, but it wound up being some Democrat event somewhere, right? So the next in line for being in charge while the governor's out of town is actually Treasury Secretary, or Treasurer, I should say, Kimberly Yee. She's a Republican. So she said well, that's something. Not acceptable. She, she said, well, she's, so the, here's, here's the thing in Arizona. She should have, she should have passed everything. She yeah. should have done a hundred well, executive yeah, is, orders. Yeah. So, so look, the constitution in Arizona was enacted at statehood 1912, right? And mm-hmm. there's a clause in there that the governor has to, if the governor's not in state, there's a secession. That, so somebody, the secretary of state's in charge next. If that person's not available, moves on down the line. And I get that because back then communications were different and you needed somebody there to act, right? Okay. We could probably argue that this is quite an- antiquated nowadays, right. right? So she goes out though. So Kimberly, basically nobody said something, uh, really said anything to her. She goes, well, I'm, I'm the acting, I'm the governor right now. This is so cool. Maybe I should just put all those directors in that Hobbs isn't doing. And oh, no, I won't do that though. So she kind of joked. So Hobbs stated that our constitution was enacted in 1912, she said. Technology has rapidly advanced since then. She went on to, to, to basically say that uh, this was a political stunt by Yee, which it probably was. She's getting some media attention. But Hobbs is basically saying she's governor no matter where she is. She's always governor. But the constitution, the Arizona constitution specifically says that when you're out of state, you're not. You're you have an acting governor to to work in your place because you're out of because you're out of state. That's See, the constitution. Is, this is what I said almost an hour ago. 
Republicans are too bashful to ever raise the bar. Mm. So the so ye did it as a joke. But yeah. boy, if this is re- the next time this is reversed, mm-hmm. the the Democrat treasurer is gonna is gonna do a hundred executive orders. Then the Republicans will say, "Oh, <laughs> what well, didn't occur to us to actually do it?" That happened in and, Idaho. The the lieutenant governor did that when the governor yeah. was gone and the, the lieutenant governor was in charge. Why didn't she do it? Yeah, she should have just said, "Yeah, I'm going to act." It. Oh, yeah, I was governor. I was acting governor. And 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 Katie Hobbs would have nothing constitutionally because the Constitution in Arizona, right. if you don't like That's it, the rule book. Katie Hobbs swore an oath to uphold the U.S. Constitution and the Arizona right. Constitution. Any elected person from we don't really have dog catchers, but dog catcher to governor swears. You know, to, Biden, to do that. Biden made that promise, too. So yeah. It's kind of weak. And <laughs> if you don't like the Constitution, Katie Hobbs, then go put a put a put it to the vote of the people because you have to a constitutional amendment. You're going to have to send it out right. and get the people of Arizona to agree to change the Constitution. But if the Constitution says when you're out of the state, you don't get to decide what you cherry pick from the Constitution, right. even exactly. if you think it's irrelevant and stupid, which it probably is in this day and age. Change the Constitution. Right. You're not her, a dictator. And if her response is, well, there's no way I can change the Constitution, well, then don't take the job. If you don't yeah. like the terms, don't take the job. Exactly. Exactly. Love your thoughts. Send me an email. We'll get to those here, hopefully, in a little bit. I'll try. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right. If you're selling a home in the Flagstaff area right now, call the only agent that I would call, and that's Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by eXp. That's what Lucas and Aaron did, too. They had to move out of state. They needed to sell their property in parks. Uh, they heard about Kelly Broadus's great reputation. They decided to give her a call. Kelly was able to land them a buyer in just a few weeks and sold it at just the absolute perfect price. And now Lucas and Aaron, they've moved on to their new home state, no strings attached. Uh, here's Kelly's number, 888-446-5602. That's 888-446-5602. Or go to northernarizonafinehomes.com. That's northernarizonafinehomes.com. Uh, we got to talk about the economy a little bit, um, which I do a lot with Glenn Least of WT Wealth Management. Uh, interest rates spiking up once again. This is a, a tough time to be in the market. It's a tough time to really anything that has to do with your personal finances. I don't tell you how to invest, but I tell you to surround yourself with a, with a team of people that can help you build a portfolio that works for you. Uh, call Glenn Least. See if he's right fit for you. Um, have that conversation. He'll give you a free complimentary consultation at 928-225-2474. That's Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management at 928-225-2474. Back in a minute. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show We'll get to more on uh, McCarthy being ousted. First speaker to ever be ousted, I may add. This is 
First time it's happened. We'll get to more of that. Bruce has got a little two-minute manifesto here on why he thinks still you go Republican all the way. Yep. Um, which is probably the case most of the time. I mean, if you're going to put a Republican and a Democrat up and I'm going to be looking at who I'm going to be voting for, the chances of me voting for a Democrat are near zero. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I probably I probably do vote for Republicans even you know 80% of the time. But um, I won't hesitate to just leave it blank if, if the person's a real, real like proven slime ball. I mean, I'm not going to do the lesser of two evils anymore. Because it's just it's not getting us anywhere as, as a country. Uh, but Bruce, on a happier note, getting off the beaten path, you you had to because of the state of the roads. Because generally speaking, things are being so mismanaged. Yeah, I'll have to tell you, you took about a going detour down the hill and up the hill. So last time okay. I went down the hill on I seventeen, they have a there's a new horror. Uh, this is, a, um, <laughs> you know, they say, what fresh hell is this? Well, this is a new thing. Yeah. I'm driving down I-17. Everybody's doing 85 miles an hour in, even in the crazy canyons. Over carpet bombed roads. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody's used to having the cones for two miles lead and the cones and the arrows leading up to a lane closure. The new thing is they just have a truck. And the truck is moving, and it's got the blinking left arrows, and that is the lane closure. The lane closure is not where it was 15 seconds earlier. No. It's a moving lane closure. Oh, and it was, uh, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a careful driver, but no, uh, other people were not handling it. And yeah. that's the first time in flying there's this thing called, as you know as a pilot, there's this thing called aeronautical decision-making. Well, I actually made a decision that this is, this is now out of my safety limits. To do, to do this at night, there's nothing I can do to sufficiently protect myself from the other drivers. This is like ice road truckers in Pakistan right. type stuff. Okay. And so I said, I said, you know what? I'm going to get up two hours earlier. I should have gotten up three hours earlier, but I'm going to get up two hours earlier, and my new route is through Payson. And so uh-huh. I did it. I did it for safety, but it turned into one of the best days oh, I've had this year. Beautiful, it was beautiful. Beautiful ride. Amazing. Look on that way, and like Mary... You came yeah, down like Mary Road, yeah, and thing. even coming up from Camp Verde through 260 up to uh, Mormon Lake, Lake Mary. Right. Beautiful drive. It's well worth the stress load. Now, one thing I should taken have off. One thing I should have realized is that the people in charge of resurfacing the Payson Road, yeah coordinated their schedules with the people in charge of resurfacing I-17. And so both were closed today. <laughs> and it, I spent, I spent an hour waiting for the follow cars. Yeah. So I lost, I lost an extra hour to charging. I charged two and a half hours today and I lost an hour to follow cars. Yeah, that's the challenges with the electric cars. Plus Something the three like hours of driving. So I'm seven yeah. hours into getting here. It was seven hours instead of two, but totally yeah, but worth it. Worth, it was well totally worth, worth it. Right? It's, it's, it's as pretty it's, as Colorado. It's, it's, it, no, it's, I don't need to take a vacation absolutely now. Beautiful. But it is, it, I'm watching and last night was, freezing in many areas there was snow up on the peaks on october 2nd even though one of my tests we're never gonna have um you know snow again anyway it's getting cold out and i'm watching these roads that they haven't paved yet right. and pavement you got to have warmer weather yeah remember how they're they gonna get caught again you can't finish now it's too cold to they're cure. gonna get caught again i don't know where they're finding these people well they how do they not ha- say you got to be done by october 1st because right. you never know we could get they certainly we could don't get start snow. on the first warm day it takes no. them, it takes them it's like oh wait we didn't realize spring was going to happen again yeah, you, we've got to gear up you now. should be putting the stupid road dividers up in the cone should be going out and the last snow the cone should be going yeah and you're you're starting to pave May 1st right. or something like that. Right. Just, I, I don't know where they find these people. It's bad governance. Well, because you can't you know, get fired. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what it is. I, I have no idea. What, pla- what highway let's, let's, planners ever got fired? Let's hit Warren McCarthy being ousted. Let's hit on the Trump gag order. we got more Arizona news items. Some, some of your comments as well. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Don't go anywhere. Back in just a few. 
This portion of the show is brought to you by Zero Res of Northern Arizona. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. All right, welcome back. Uh, Bruce Sidlinger here with me. And the big news of the day, one of the big news items, is the first ever Speaker of the House being ousted from uh, the, the House of Representatives in Congress. McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, uh, congressman from California. He's gone. And the there was a few members. I mean, Gates, Representative Gates brought this thing forward, Bruce, as you know. Uh, don't know the guy. I don't find him terribly likable. Yeah, I mean, he, he's like most politicians for me. He's <laughs> I, I hate to be so negative on these people, but I really don't. Uh, it just seems like um, he, he is an attention grabber, it seems, like a lot of them. However, in this case, I think McCarthy did have to go. You and I argued last hour about the timing of this, but I say the timing is never going to be right to try to, to, to fix our country and get somebody in there. Uh, who has the cojones and the support to actually get some stuff done. And I just, I didn't see him. He just, just didn't follow through for me. We hit this pretty heavy. I'm just, heavy I'm just afraid we're never going to have a branch again. And this is our last chance to get anything done. And we're going to lose some days. <sighs> Maybe We might I, never I, have I, a branch again. It might be one party after this. Yeah. And I, I've come to the conclusion. It's really been one party for a long time. Save some members. I think there's a lot more members in there who probably wanted to vote to get rid of this guy. Yeah. Then did it. I mean, I, I saw that uh, Congressman Paul Gosar, who's been a friend of this show for many, many years. I think he was one of my first guests way back seven years ago on the program. He actually voted not to get rid of Gate, um, uh, Gates uh, McCarthy, uh, which surprised me a little bit. But I would imagine and I, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I imagine that he wasn't a huge fan because he was against him eight months ago. Eli Crane. And, I'm not a huge fan of anybody except for uh Lauren Boebert, because she's, even after that, she's hilarious. Even after that annoying Oh, even more so scene. now. Even more so <laughs> now. <laughs> but when I saw that video, though, I saw, come on, these, are, these people are, when, when I was no. listening to the roll call vote today, and it went on for like an hour, you were listening to it. Yes. And some of the comments, it's like, just vote yes or no. You know, and right. it's just like, because everybody else, 415 well, and also, other members did it, and you have to grandstand and say something stupid. Well, plus this it's is, just annoying. You know, this is, this. they can vote electronically, and this is the single uh, largest corporation in the world that needs to be run. And <laughs> imagine if you're the CEO, and you say, there's something that I can do in one minute, but I'm going to take an hour to do it because I don't, because it, I'm not busy enough so running, hit the button. running Ford Motor Company. Well, that's right? the thing. Have you been, you've been to DC, right? Yeah. Have you ever done the tour and, and seen yeah. the, 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 the house and the Senate floor? Yeah. It's much smaller than it looks like the State of the Union. They all go into the House chamber for the State of the Union. I don't know how they cram all those people in there because it's not really very big. But on the House side, they actually have the buttons. Right, they push the buttons. Right. Senate side is old school. They still go up and do the yeah. to the clerk. They wanted up right. They could have done electronically, yeah. but, but they, but they, they did, wanted their, first. They did the the right. voice vote, and right. they couldn't tell. And then right. Well, actually, the uh, nose vo- yelled louder, so right. the um, whoever was yeah, that was just pro forma. Said, said okay, the nose have it, and then Gates is like, uh, like oh no, 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 of we need to. Right. That's this ain't right. No. And then they go through and do the. Ro- I give credit to the the clerk. Straight face. You have to have straight face in that <laughs> job. But then what was weird is after they did the uh, after they did the vote, and I have the clip here. Let's uh, let's play this again. So this is right after they did the vote. She she tallies it all right. Right. 
And then whoever was proceeding over the whole vote process comes up and is like, is there anybody else that didn't get to vote or that wants to change their vote? I had never really, maybe I haven't paid enough attention, but I've never really seen that before where it's like, oh, you change your vote now? Yeah, they can was change that new? because they're they're walking around making deals, theoretically. <laughs> okay, but here's, so here's right when he gets ousted, Speaker McCarthy. On this vote, the yeas are 216, the nays are 210. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. The Office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. Okay, so he's gone. You know, so four, four people could have gotten anything they wanted at that moment. Four, the oh, four yeah, people that's, closest that's, to McCarthy, yeah. McCarty, they could have had the world right at that moment. Well, no, the five that really initiated this, Biggs and Eli Yeah, but Crane, what I'm saying is that they... They could have. Four, they, it would have taken four people to flip that vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they four could've. people could have said, "Hey, what's it worth to you?" Yeah, I, my district needs right. forty-two billion dollars. Yes. Well, okay, yeah, we send that to Ukraine every other week. Yes. <laughs> so no, but that's why. So the process isn't quite as dirty as it could be because that could have been sold. Four people could have. Right. Okay. So here's what my question after this happened is because now. Immediately they went to caucus, I think, and I tried to get on Eli Crane today. I tried to get on Andy Biggs. They both, I think we're going to try to get them sometime this week because mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes right now, but they're, uh, they're in caucus. You get all the biggest guys. It's amazing. The people I, that I, you get on the show, it's amazing. I, I try and I, I just, um, hopefully as being, and I'm not an, talking an, about an, just me. An I'm talking about <laughs> hopefully national. being an independent now. Right. They won't be like, oh, I don't talk to you anymore. Anyway, <laughs> um, I was like, well, what happens? Because the, Normally, you, you know, you have a speaker that preside over this thing, right? And so here's... The Honorable, the Speaker, House of Representatives, sir. This is to notify you that the first name on the letter received by the clerk pursuant to Clause 8B, 3B of Rule 1 is the Honorable Patrick T. McHenry of North Carolina. Signed sincerely, Kevin F. McCumber, Acting Clerk. Okay, so here's what happens. Pursuant to Clause 8B3 of Rule 1, I'll now now act as Speaker pro tem. The Chair will inform the members of the House the following. The office of the Speaker was rendered vacant pursuant to the adoption of House Resolution 757. Upon a vacancy in the office of Speaker, Clause 8B3 of Rule 1 provides that the next member on a list submitted by the Speaker pursuant to the rule acts as Speaker pro tem, until the election of a new speaker, and bestows the authorities of the office of speaker upon the speaker pro tem to the extent necessary and appropriate to that end. That's it. In the opinion of the chair, prior to proceeding to the election of a speaker, it would be prudent to first recess for the relative caucus for five and years. conferences to meet and discuss the path forward. Accordingly, pursuant to Clause 12A of Rule 1, the chair declares the House in recess okay, subject so to the call of the chair. Let's hear the gavel. Okay, I had to hear that. I thought, That's I, important. So, so, I thought it was going to be Arizona Treasurer Yee somehow. Yeah, in charge. She just pops up everywhere. Yes. So basically, they, the, the, the pro tem, the next person, was they, they preside over the election of the next speaker, right. but they can't do anything else. No business will happen in Congress, <laughs> which I think is, that's fine. This, to me, is the closest thing to the government shutdown. Because were you, were you okay with the government shutting down, or did you find that whole thing? No, I wish it would shut down. And like, like I, for, wish they would lose the, I wish they'd leave and then lose the key and couldn't get back in. So to me, we, we essentially got a government shutdown. No, we didn't get a government shutdown. We got a congressional shutdown now. Right. We 
which is probably the best. Maybe it'll take them. You just <laughs> said take you them wanted a long the time, time to do 12 separate bills, though. So you're losing those minutes. Yeah, I, I guess you're right there. But I, I, I'm. <laughs> the, you these, have to decide whether you want to blow I, I, it I up know, or you I just, wanna, yeah. I, I just don't even know anymore because I have a feeling that I have I'm this, hopeful that we get a better speaker that will follow through and do separate spending bills so the American people can finally see how out of control this actually is. But the experience side of me says we're just going to get another speaker and they're going to do shutdown politics again 40 days from now or whenever and it's just going to be the same old crap so i'm conflicted don't, Bruce. don't forget that i spent the last <laughs> seven hours driving here to, to to deliver two minutes of truth so don't give me get, the don't get to the end of okay, the show now that is from 1984 i think it's the two minutes of hate yes <laughs> Lay it on me, Bruce. Okay, are you the ready? two minutes of truth here, here from Bruce Sidlinger. Here we go. This is in response to your to your abandonment of the Republican Party yesterday. I have to say that on camera, the glowing light from your iPad <laughs> makes you look like the devil. <laughs> no, don't do that. That's fine. <laughs> two minutes of truth from All Bruce. All right, why, why Bruce became a straight ticket Republican? Mm. There, there is still daylight between the parties, and here's my list. Republicans are way better on the Second Amendment. Republicans are way better on the First Amendment. Republicans are way better on separation of powers. Republicans are way better on energy. Republicans are way better on school choice. Republicans don't put forth identity candidates. Republicans are way better in terms of resisting equal outcome equity policies. Republicans are way better on something that I just can't stand. Even though I'm a libertarian and adults can do whatever they want, I cannot stand the idea of medical or surgical participation for minors wanting to do a non-conforming gender. Republicans are way, way, way better on that. And <laughs> and the most... <laughs> Oh, oh, Jeff is leaning uh, over I'm my reading, shoulder. He I'm saw, reading it, yeah. It was the most important one. This is kind of the Lauren Boebert rule. Republican women are way prettier, <laughs> especially the ones on Fox News Channel. And actually, I want to talk about the Republican women being way prettier. It's because... You're digging yourself in. No, it's, it's not even that they're... It's not genetic. I mean, it's not genetic. <laughs> it's not genetic. I don't think you should even go down this road, it's Bruce. That, it's that part of Republicans... Republicans mm. celebrate beauty mm. and 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 Democrats celebrate ugly <laughs> and I can't, and I just hate the idea. Well, look at look at Fetterman with his with his attire or whatever. I don't like Fetterman with his hoodie and yeah. I, I think we should, we used to aspire to beauty and 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 so anyway, <laughs> so it's not that it's not that like I'm from East Texas, all the women were beautiful. It's not. It's not just picking the beautiful women. All the women had big hair and great, great makeup, and they were beautiful okay. because they had. Can this I attitude. hit on these? Can I go back through these? Oh, yes. Are you okay. done? Are well, you done? Well, I with wanted the two to minutes? just say, uh, def- true deficit spending is a disease of both parties. But that's oh, the, I agree. But that's the one thing I can do something about because I can switch to a different mo- unit of money, which is gold. So that's the one thing you can get yeah, around. Yeah, but they're they're, and, they're both spending us into then, oblivion. They then, both love spending. And then regarding Ukraine, this is a big one. Okay, okay. Regarding Ukraine, I know that you're against sending any money to Ukraine. I I wouldn't have gotten the U.S. into it. First of all, I would have been uh I would have been I would have tried to have other countries think I was a madman as president, and they wouldn't have dared. But secondly, well, yeah, and under Trump, nobody dared. Right. But secondly, <laughs> once you but but once Ukraine started, I just want to say that there is a valid argument that without losing American lives, we are depleting Russia's military right now. Yeah, can or, I can I add to yes, that though? Yes. We, we can't buy camo. You see that article? 
The Marines what? can't get camo. No. Oh, we can't get camo. We're running out of but ammunition that's a different and problem. stuff. We, 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 I was going to do a thing about this. We need to be an arsenal of democracy, which is not necessarily a bad idea. We need a manufacturing base. We need to base. be an arsenal. Yeah, First of all, we need to be an arsenal. Look, 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 look. If we had a World War II Pearl Harbor moment today, we don't have the manufacturing capacity we used to have. We still have a ton of manufacturing right. so, capacity, but we, we literally right now, the Marines can't get the current pattern for right. if I for, was, the, for for our, for for the marine they can't I, get the pattern if i was president the the day i decided or actually before when mm. when the when the idea first occurred to me to maybe help taiwan or ukraine mm. i would have spun up the war machine max i would have i would you know you know all that emergency covid money i would have had emergency arsenal money yeah but, that's yeah, as big an yeah, emergency we're not we're not thinking but, like but that we're, we're not a, spinning up the problem is not spinning up. It's not necessarily the problem is not necessarily missing. The problem is we, maybe we don't want to miss our chance to deplete Russia's military. Although there is this next step where we by, by doing so we drive Russia into the arms of China. But we well, should have spun up the arsenal. We yeah, should have spun up the machine. Look, look, we've already sent now. more. That's it. I'm like, like Levin. That's it. We've sent <laughs> more money to Ukraine than the annual GDP of Russia so far. I mean, it's just like, we, I wouldn't have done yes, it. I wouldn't, yeah, have done I, it. I, I wouldn't continue doing it because, well, actually, get this thing resolved. This is inside stuff. People are making money off of this deal. I, you know, I was around, I'm old enough to have been around for all the wars uh, at Vietnam and so forth. Yeah. Um, the time to not do a war is before you do it. Well, yeah, well, now, once now, you, <laughs> now, now we're in it. Yeah, how, and it how do you back even, out of this it, thing? Well, we should have stayed. We should have stayed in Afghanistan forever. We should have kept Bagram. It didn't, you know. Th- look at look at look at what we're doing. You know, we, we're an empathetic nation. We are destroying ourselves to help the migrants. Let's just take the positive view. Let's assume it's a moral thing. Let's assume, let's assume there are some mm. noble actors. Yeah, I'm gonna see where well, this is gonna go. For much less, for much less okay. than than we have than we're going through to help the migrants, we could have protected the women of, of Afghanistan in perpetuity. It's a, it's a shame we what we did. We Af- weren't losing people. It's a, it's a shame how we left Afghanistan. We should never have left. It's we should absolute, have kept back. Well, look, I, well, we should have, if I think we should have left, um, we should have hit our objective. And that's the problem we've had in this country for a long time. Militarily is we don't have a defined objective. And if we hit it, we just try to do more and nation build and all this uh, the objective was to get in there and clean house. Should have done that, and then should have been ready to clean house as needed uh, with surgical strikes, et cetera, et cetera. Look, I'm not a military. It wasn't cost. It just yeah. wasn't costing us look, any look, lives. It was, protect- it was. It was an absolute shame right. how we left there. It was horrible, and how many people we left behind that that we made promises to. Um, but okay, look. Let me just sum this up with your two with my, minutes of okay. Republican love here. <laughs> um, I agree with you on most of these things, and when. I go to vote now as an independent. I mean, I'm going to vote for a lot of Republicans, but if you give me like in 2012, you give me a Mitt Romney, I'm just I'm not coming to the party, man. I'm done with stuff like that because it gets us nowhere. They they promise stuff and they never get us anywhere. Is the Republican Party better on the Second Amendment? Absolutely, yes. But they should all be solid on the Second Amendment. It's in the Constitution, but I get it. Uh, the First Amendment, well, I, I don't know. Both sides have really eroded away at our constitutional rights. Uh, I saw just as many Republicans and Democrats voting for the uh, Patriot Act, uh, you know, and continuing to extend the Patriot Act. So I, I don't see a lot of differences there. On energy, yeah, re- Republicans are better on, on, on schools, on school choice. I don't know. The Republicans have been promising me to end the Department of Education, Bruce, since, you know, Reagan put that in place. 
as a Republican. I mean, how they don't get rid of it, though. How many times have you seen the presidential candidates go up there and say, I'm going to get rid of the Department of Education? And then they do, as soon as they get in office, they don't even try. But aren't there quite a few states, cities, and districts that now have some form of vouchers? It's a state issue. The feds should have nothing to do with that. But I'm not talking about just national. I'm talking about up and down. In a pure democratic world, would any of those voucher programs exist? No, it would be completely teachers' union public schools. No, I agree with you. But we should get rid of so the teachers' better. unions. We should get rid of the Department of Education. Right. Uh, we should get rid of most of the departments in Washington, D.C. Uh, we should get rid of but most of But we do have stuff. a lot of places with vouchers, and that didn't happen before. No, like I agree. Not, that's like a state, but, that's a, but that's not a federal issue. We don't need Washington, D.C. I'm talking to do about that. up and down the ticket. I'm talking about federal, state, oh, you're local. Talking about, okay. I'm saying Republican. Look, look I have a, a lot of... I'm a, There's a lot of great people down at the Arizona legislature, Republicans. They, they come on this I'm show. I'm a red dog Republican. I am supportive of <laughs> our Arizona legislature, the Republicans that are in there, because they've done a great job with school, uh, vouchers, school choice, all of that, and so many other issues. My main beef is the National Republican Party. My main beef is the ding-dongs in Washington, D.C., because they are really wrecking this, this country. And we still have some control, at least, over our legislature and our local parties and uh, local, you know, uh, statewide people and stuff like that. My main beef is with with the the national side of this. You know what place. I think we need though. Well, I just I make this one last point. Oh, what? Well, you well make my point. main point is that, my main point is that what we need though, instead of defections, because you're an important person to defect. Well, we, they better wake we, up because we, I ain't the only one. We, I actually want accountability buddies where all the Republicans <laughs> say not one of us can stay home from the polls, like a hundred percent vote. And and so you can't you can't uh, you can't go. What do the what do the Brits say? You can't go wiggly. They have a name for that. Yeah, not they have wiggly, all kinds of weird words. Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. go wobbly. Yeah, we okay. have to beat I, the Democrats. Yeah, I look. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say other than I hope they wake up and realize that people like me and many others are leaving. All right, love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get those comments in. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right, uh, you know that I had my blinds replaced so I could keep the politics out of the house. They have a specific shade and shutter and blind at the Blind Brothers, and it just it keeps the politician cool spirits out. out blue. Yeah, it's it's like got blue those blocker. Um, blue blocker. It's those ones that like the Faraday bag that you can buy. Yeah, right. Oh, Faraday cage. <laughs> Faraday cage. I mean, but I just want uh, blue blockers. There you go. Hey. The Blind Brothers, man. Great job on replacing the blinds in our in our house. Angela and I are very, very happy. Uh, you want to save some money. You want to deal with a Arizona company, a, a small business. Uh, the Blind Brothers are going to treat you really well. Uh, you mentioned a Jeff Orvitz show. When you call them or when you go online, uh, you're going to get a half-off installation. I highly recommend having them actually do the installation as well. Call the Blind Brothers at 928-634-2423. That's 928-634-2423. 634-2423 or go to theblindbrothers.com Call Diamond Auto Glass first before making an auto glass claim. Now, here's why. Most insurance companies, they use a nationwide glass shop to answer their calls, and they're going to try to route you to their shop, which may very well delay the time it takes to replace your glass. Now, when you get a rock chip in your windshield, stop on by Diamond Auto Glass as soon as possible. Repairing a chip will stop it from spreading, and it'll save you from a costly windshield replacement. If you've replaced your windshield with Diamond Auto Glass before, as I have, you have a lifetime chip repair warranty and no appointments necessary. 
just stop on in. Most chip repairs take 10 to 15 minutes. Remember, always call Diamond Auto Glass first, 928-779-4140. That's 928-779-4140 or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. Quick comment from Rumble. Uh, you can follow me on Rumble. Put videos up on Rumble and YouTube. Look up Jeff Orvitz, O-R-A-V-I-T-S. Uh, I can't wait to hear the other side of the issue, this issue, talking about the hospital in Flagstaff, this nearly billion-dollar Northern Arizona healthcare um, expansion that they're planning on doing. Uh, the NAH guy makes a compelling case for a new hospital, but I'm still more than a little suspicious of such a huge development effort so close to my home. Jeff, I think you did a great job with the questions, but one question I would have liked to have heard is what happened to the plan from 2019? This is a topic that the no on 480 folks are bringing up in 2019. NAH did allocate $300 million to expand and upgrade their facilities in their new era strategic plan what happened to this plan hey i i didn't know about that when i interviewed i wish there's always when i'm done with an interview i'm like hmm i wish i had asked i wish i had asked the nah guy the other day from the hospital if this fails what's your plan for the for the existing hospital or other location it can't fail because we must have that new hospital because we need additional facilities for the asylum seekers okay so that's what the 160 feet is for the extra the extra it's, stories. It's a huge like amount. I mean, we are going to have a huge <laughs> influx of people that need services. Yeah. Okay. Well, to answer this question, though, I will have the opposing side on. I believe this Thursday we'll have that interview. And I have somebody from the group that got this on the ballot opposing the no on 480 people. Uh, they're going to be on the program. So I will have both sides. Right, Bruce? That's good. Yeah. Is that good? I like it. <laughs> Bruce likes it, so it's got to be a good thing. I'm an egalitarian. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get those comments in. If you want to save some money on your smartphone, don't throw it out. It's bad for the environment if you actually do that. I prefer you to drop it off at Just Wireless uh, right there off of I-17 as you're coming into Flagstaff on Milton Avenue. There's like a Denny's there, Cold Stone Creamery, and then you got Just Wireless where you can get your smartphone fixed. Uh, new battery, crack screens, charging ports, things like that. I've been there. My family's been there. Uh, the charging port is the thing that I have had some trouble with. Crack screens as well. Did a great job of repairing that. Um, also, a great line of refurbished phones is available at Just Wireless. So stop on by. Save a ton of money because like Bruce's phone, it costs $8,583 or <laughs> what? four ounces of gold, right? My, which was it? What your, was it? I don't know. Your big phone. Oh, no, that's oh, your iPad. Giant iPad. That's your iPad. Yeah. Stop by Just Wireless. They are a, lot. They're a couple of grand, they They're getting crazy now. Uh, Just Wireless will be able to help you out. Uh, also, don't forget, um, it's a great time to head on over to Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Uh, I told you about this earlier. It's are you taking Taco me for Tuesday. wings? Oh, tacos. Taco Tuesday. Tomorrow's Wing Wednesday. Okay. So you can go tomorrow's Wing. Maybe I'll stay wing. in town if yeah. you take me wing, for wings. Wing Wednesday. I got some some 
I don't know if I can. I'm going to miss out on Taco Tuesday. Oh, no. That's, that's a tragedy. Sportsman's Bar and Grill, just north of downtown, right there in the Bashes Shopping Center. Stop on by, get some great food. they got their $4 menu. They've got great drink specials all the time, usually a great game going on. Um, have a good time. Stop on by Sportsman's Bar and Grill. All right, get your comments in. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, Bruce, let's hit on, when we come back, the Trump gag order. Oh, yeah. That happened today? I mean, you've, you kind of said everything I know about it, but we can talk about it. Okay, well, we need, to, we need to hit on that. Uh, we'll recap a little bit more about McCarthy, and um, we'll see if we can get into some private property rights as well. We're probably going to run out of time, though. Hang tight. Back in just a minute. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Eric Boltner, Allstate Insurance Agency in Flagstaff. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. So, what's this gag order? This well, is the New York case, is, the fraud case. This is kind of this the thing about you know but before i became a straight ticket republican i was really skeptical about trump a long time ago and i was a libertarian one of the reasons why i wasn't completely hot on trump is everything is ad hominem with him everything with the silly nicknames and stuff and uh, to to a to a trained debate person that's a horrible thing that's a that's a that that's when you lose the argument. He's a New well, York guy, though. He's a Queens guy, right? And that's right. It's a cultural yeah. thing, right? Yeah. So we have to respect his culture. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I <laughs> but, mean, it's. But let anyway, me tell you so some he stories. was. So of course he's going to make comments about the clerk of the court, and and so it's not a general gag order. It's not the end of the First Amendment. But the judge said you're forbidden from making any comments about my staff. Yeah, good luck with that. Right. What, what are they going to do? Go go raid his home and arrest him? If well, he, they'd probably hold him in contempt and put him in jail. I mean, yeah, that definitely not going to do it. I mean, that, that's I, what happens. Trump is probably going to say, if I was Trump, I would, I don't know. This is hard because Trump is such a, a unique person <laughs> that you and I say certain things. We would be, you know, just gone in a heartbeat, right? Trump says Trump, it though. It's just, it's in his being. Trump is Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. He just, he's, he's going to, he's, he's going to call. He's, an, he's triumphed the insult. Yeah. He's going to call this person ugly or this person right. that, or this and the other thing. And the judge is going to say, you can't do that. And he's going to be like, all right, well, come on and get me. I got my secret service here. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what he's going to do. Right. I guess he, could you I imagine guess. him getting arrested? I mean, it's not, it's not going to happen. The judge almost makes it worse because I mean, I mean, if I was, if it was me, but I'm not Trump because Trump can pretty much say just about anything. But if it was you and I and we were up against this type of thing, our lawyer would tell us, don't say anything. Don't tweet anything. Don't. Right. Or right. you'll yeah, spend yeah, the night keep, in jail. Exactly. Because, just, you keep do you remember that, journalist that, remember that journalist that got held in contempt for like 400 days? It can happen. Yeah, it can happen. Yeah. It can and happen. that's, even, even though a judge does it, it's essentially extrajudicial. Yeah. I mean, I saw my cousin Vinny and he got held in contempt for wearing the, the certain suit. Now that girl is so hot and she was smart too. <laughs> she was hot. <laughs> 
Oh man, that was a good movie. I, I, most of my legal I love her so experience much. and knowledge comes from my cousin Vinny. Yeah, you know that's all I know about the, about the law. So we have a disclaimer on the podcast that says we give no legal advice because uh-huh. we're morons. Yeah, I, I don't. We'll see what happens. It's just it's just an overall clown show all around, though. Yeah, you know when you look at all this stuff. Okay, uh, let's see here. But th- this is the big property rights issue. And that is these guys come in and say, oh, you valued it wrong, so we're going to take your company, oh, basically. So ridiculous. This is so well, ridiculous. You know, I've talked a few times on the show about how I had a, my my pr- premier property was taken from me. In, by, in Texas. Yeah, in yeah. San Antonio, Texas, because yeah. they because the city said, you know what, we, even, though we've, even though we've given you a building permit and the HDRC's approved this and everything, it, what they didn't say, but what was clearly the case is they said, you know, we're, your nonprofit museum gives us nothing. A hotel gives us a ridiculous amount of hotel taxes and tourism. And so say goodbye. They essentially took it from me. And I've always, it's just like when I talk about three felonies a day over and over again. Yeah. Well, when you buy a property increasingly, you're paying a lot for the right to rent it for exorbitant tax money. I got over sixty thousand dollars in property tax bills this week. You're paying. Oh, Angela's getting them, and she's just like right sixty thousand, and it's all cranking up. Man. So I'm so you're when you own a property now, it increasingly the government's really saying you may rent this from us for a bunch of tax money until such time as we decide to repurpose it, and then you'll lose it. Yeah, we'll I say mean, like eminent domain was put in there, and it's actually it's in the Constitution, but it was for. The most extreme cases. You can't and in modern a, terms, you, I think of a dam. Right. You can't or something do a like taking that. for the benefit of yeah. another of another private entity. But these these slimy politicians, I'll go back to that word for the day. Um, I'm going to get maybe a bumper sticker on that one. They come in and they say, hey, Bruce, we don't like how you're running it. Even though it's your private property, we don't like the use you're using. We can do better. And, you know, by the way, my buddy over here who, you know, may or may not have giving me money for my campaign uh they can come in they got bigger plans than, than bruce does exactly and, and you, so oh it's a better economic benefit as if they know anything about and you know what san antonio could have done san, i thought san antonio threw everything in the book at me to get yeah. my property for me the one thing that they forgot to do was revoke, revoke my business license <laughs> yeah they can yeah because, they, and that's what they're doing with trump right, right there well, yeah. that that is a administrative thing yep. that they can just do and you're out of business. I mean, all, it's it's unbelievable. You know, Trump's. Uh, I don't know if Trump's properties will go under. Uh, will be uh, receivership. Over, yeah, receiver, a court like, appointed like, receiver. Like, like he's bankrupt, and they're, they're picking a court appointed receiver when it's so. It's three, it, what's it's the three crime felonies here? a day. What's the crime here, Bruce? Did did, did whichever bank X Y Z go and say, "Oh, this guy defrauded us"? I mean, they're getting their payments and all that. Well, also those are big boys. The people that yeah, loan you they, a billion yeah. dollars, yeah. they do their own research. As a matter of fact, the the contracts always say that it's just like it's just like BTV buyer to verify yeah. on square footage. It's always the buyer does their own research mm-hmm. as to the collateral. Yeah, always. Well, well um, in Trump's book, Art of the Deal, he he said, I think he said this in that in that book, or maybe it was later on, that uh, hey. If, you know, the bank's going to have a problem because they've lent me this much money. So if, if we go in, if, if we have a problem, right. we both have a problem and you got a big problem because you lent me $500 million. And these and are big boys. Like you said, they never, knew what they were doing. And I've said this over and over. There's, you know, this is my world uh, in a tiny miniature version. Um, I, I could always argue over a, over a minus 50 plus 100% range. What my net worth is. I could totally make the case. Oh, it one is way or the totally other. subjective. Right. Uh, we do this, Angela and, and I do and this I, exercise once in a while, Bruce. Mm-hmm. It is totally selective because you're looking at comps on real estate in our case, and you, you can come up with numbers that vary greatly. And I think, I think that judge that, 
that did the $18 million valuation for Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. I think I should be able to buy his house for, for assessor value. Well, that's Wherever his house is, Bruce, I should that's, be able to buy it for assessor if, value. If, if it's going to go in receivership, you tell me it's $18 million bucks. I said, in five minutes, I will form a partnership and we will come up with the money. Yes. And gladly buy that. We probably won't even have to take possession. Yeah, it would be sold for three hundred million dollars to somebody. You know, just transferring that contract to purchase. I would guess five hundred. Maybe even five five, hundred million dollars. It's a hefty profit right there. And you look at this judge and him smiling and smirking yesterday. But all the and not to overuse this term too much today. But another slimy politician, this slimy judge who is a Democrat, big Democrat donor, sitting there smirking over this whole thing. Well, it's just just a sign of the times. Anybody that is gleeful about this Trump thing, should should be willing to sell their properties for assessor value. Yeah. And assessor value is totally different. Right. Uh, if you've, if you've monitored your tax bills and things like that, if you, if you do that on the economic side, I did see there was a 10 year treasury spiked to the highest level in 16 years. I don't know if you saw that. And now mortgage rates are 30 year mortgage, uh, fixed mortgage rate is, is like 8% now. Which is no surprise to any thinking person. No, we talked. Uh, we always talked about how the housing market would lock up. Yeah. Um, do Do you think that as we get into deeper into political season, uh, that they're going to juice the interest rates down once again? Well, they're starting to run out of ammunition. Yeah, like yeah. it's like the Strategic Petroleum Reserve is out of. They can't use that. That thing got sucked down. Right. Um, because I don't know they, what the ammunition. Mar- I don't know I, what's it, left. It's only interest rates. That's one of the few things. Because what else can they do? And I guess they can start sending checks again to people uh, to to bribe them for votes. But that causes more massive well, inflation. But if they lower the did, interest rates, Bruce, watch what inflation did you hear, does. Then. Well, they essentially did that again on Friday night, and I was I was probably the only person still listening. To the government on Friday night because I monitor whitehouse.gov and I pay attention because you know, I try to only use .gov sources. We got to get you knitting or something. I know. So on the last piece of news to drop on Friday mm-hmm. um, is the guy that's in charge of student loans, DOE, I guess, said, incidentally, we're announcing today a one-year blanket forbearance on any consequence for non-repayment. Yeah, yeah. What was that on Friday? Yes. Yeah, so, so they do this crap so, so even beyond all of the illegal executive orders to do this, they also just said, hey, guess what? We want to, notwithstanding everything else we've already done, mm-hmm. for one year, this reminded me of the eviction moratorium, for one year, no consequences. So that they just gave a year's worth of student loan repayments away to this group they think is going to vote for them. That's the... That's the most. I go on Facebook to Democrats and Republicans. I say nothing has ever been less fair than the student debt forgiveness. Yeah, no, this, this is, is the most privileged cohort in the world. Are graduates of four-year American universities? It makes me so mad. Yeah, and what's next? What's next? Yep. You know, if they're going to do that, I want to hear about this baseball of yours here. Okay. in just a second. Maybe a lottery ticket. Maybe I'll let you touch it someday. Yeah, maybe. That's a. <laughs> All right, I'd love to hear from you. I don't even know where to go with that one. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. If you get a rock chip in your windshield, remember to call Diamond Auto Glass first. If this baseball goes through your windshield, call Diamond Auto Glass first. But they're not going to be able to, to fix that. <laughs> Have you ever been to a game and a ball hits the car? Is it gone? Well, I've never had the windshield hit, but I've had like the hood. And yeah, you get that ding. It's just certain Does places. Does it hurt the ball? That's the most important thing. Yeah. The ball will make it. The car won't. Okay. <laughs> anyway, call Diamond Auto Glass first. Here's why. You call your insurance company. They route you through to 
the big chain companies, and that could cost you more money, could cause you delays as well. Diamond Auto Glass is a great locally owned Northern Arizona company. Stuart and his team do an excellent job. They've done an excellant job for my family for years. Call Diamond Auto Glass. They'll be able to help you out get that windshield replaced or repaired. 928-779-4140. That's 928-779-4140. Or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. That's thedifferenceisclear.com. Yeah, I do want to talk about this because Bruce has a picture here of a baseball that he unearthed. That could be worth a substantial amount of money. We'll talk about it when we come back. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show Do kids still collect, like, baseball cards and football cards and stuff? Because when I was a kid, probably when you was a kid, that was a, that was a big thing. I mean, that was huge. I didn't know until I started this odyssey with my baseball. And now I can tell you that that's very active. Uh, those the, little stores are everywhere. Those little stores. Okay, because I have a box of old football and baseball cards. They're mostly, like, from the 80s. You know, they'll have, like, and I know you're not a big right. sports guy, um, but people listening would, would know. But it's like there's Lawrence Taylor in there. There's um, uh, um, was that the John guy that had the orchestra? That's Lawrence Welk. <laughs> that was Lawrence Welk. Yeah, he may have been in the marching band at the, <laughs> one of the things. But um, John Elway, you've heard of John Elway, right? Um, Dan Marino. You know, I have cards like that. I wonder if those things are worth anything. I have a box of. These sound like names to me. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, no. I, have you heard of um, like Tom Brady? Or yeah, because his wife is so hot. They got divorced. Well, but she was. <laughs> You're killing our women listenership here today, Bruce. I, okay, I Bruce found... Women, I love women. Bruce found a baseball, and women may love him when you find out what this thing may be worth. <laughs> All right. Okay, what here's if, the story. Give so, me a story here. I don't have any living relatives, and I haven't for a long time, and this is one reason why I'm so acquisitive, because when you don't have humans, you just want stuff, I guess, to kind of replace them and give you a sense of history. So I've kept everything, and uh, my on my on my um, mother's side. Well, both of my parents were circus people, but on my dad's side, his his father lived in uh, near Chicago. Okay, and I have a box of stuff from him, and I've always known about this box. And I was looking at it the other day, and there's a baseball in there which I never paid too much attention to, but it's signed by Babe Ruth. I assumed that there. I know Babe Ruth was a popular guy, and I assumed he signed a zillion. <laughs> Bruce is out there rolling this ball down the road while it's like raining. The dogs almost played with it. The dogs almost played with it. It's just in a box. And I thought, you know, I should put this on Facebook. So I posted it in Facebook and immediately said, you know, that might be worth something. 
And so, and it's a really nice specimen. And so then I Googled Babe Ruth signature baseball. And the first hit that comes up is one in the Smithsonian that's like a dead ringer for mine. And so then I thought, well, how do I find out? And it turns out there's a, it's a process. There's this place called Professional Sports Authenticators, and it costs a lot. It costs a percentage of what they think it might be worth. Okay. And this is potentially worth so much that it's going to cost a fortune to have it at, uh, uh, authenticated. Okay. And, of course, it might, it might be fake, but I don't know if there were fakes all the way back in my – I don't think my grandfather living being – uh, a, being a baseball it, fan and going to the this games. this has been in the box since yes. then, but, I mean, fakes – the sports memorabilia and all that from what I understand, which is n- next to nothing, is riddled with um, forgeries and, and fakes. I just wonder when that but started. But you've had this for well, a the long bo- time. I know the box itself has yeah. been sealed since probably 72. Yeah, I, I don't no know idea. when the fake yeah, So you, you're started. thinking this could be worth somewhere from zero to hundreds of thousands? Well, we you know, know. The, problem with mem- the problem with any kind of collectible is it's so arbitrary. Yeah. The, the, have, you have to auction it off or something. Balls, balls that look like mine have sold several times for 350000 but you also see them for fifty, and you also see them for fifteen. Yeah, okay. And with my luck, it, first of all, it'll be fake, or if it's not fake, it'll be Well, 15, you got to pay potentially a, a sizable amount to even get it appraised, and if it's worth zero, you still have to pay. And they won't even appraise. I'm just getting it authenticated. Appraising is a separate thing. You could just put it in a case, I could just put it up it. there, and people come by, and you're like, yeah, that's a baseball from Babe Ruth. Nobody would know the difference. Yeah, But if you find out what it is, then you'll know the difference if it's a fake. If I found out it's fake, it's not staying in my world. But yeah, if I but find right out now, it's, it's a big mystery. It's like, don't even go there. So man. you like the Heisen, You want it to be a Heisenberg uncertainty ball. Yeah, just just roll with it. I have it's to know. It's a great I have to uh, know. talking point or whatever. That you, you know. I have to know because $350,000 will buy me a lot of aviation fuel. Yeah, or, I mean, the way our country's going, maybe a couple loaves of bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you put, just put all that in a big wheelbarrow and you'll be going along hey, with those, your baseball. The, one other little thing. Yesterday you said uh, you were uh, discussing with your lovely wife about, uh, is, you, you said, I think, I'm sure there's a law against pulling the fire alarm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're talking about that Democrat representative that pulled it during the right. shutdown. So I know what law that still is. still in that, office. That law is, I know what law that is because the Democrats taught me. It's called obstruction of an official proceeding. Isn't that what happened on, according to them, January 6th? Yes, and so you go to so, jail for a really long time. Are these time. people going to wind up in some dark cell somewhere with no trial, no, but no you mean lawyer? The one, no, there's only one guy, right? The guy that pulled the fire alarm. Yeah, well, I, I'm sure there's a conspiracy around it, though. There must have been 50 people. That, oh, that conspiracy to do it! Basically, but yeah, I mean, they caused I mean, this to happen. The, the, there could <laughs> there could not be a more applicable law in this case: the yeah. obstruction of a of an official proceeding. That's true. But do you hear anything about it? Does anything happen to this guy? I haven't. I haven't heard a groundswell. Yeah, no groundswell because we're on to the next thing. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're on to the nothing what, to see here. What will we talk about tomorrow? Okay, you know, I'm sure it's going to be the um, who's the next speaker. Yeah. You know, that's going to be the big thing. Bruce, has been fun. Even when we disagreed, I had fun. Yeah, it's fun. Let's um, think about getting some tacos. So we're still friends? Yeah, we're good. Okay. We're good. Just give me a cut of that baseball. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody have a great, safe night. Take care. See you tomorrow.